Welcome to Deleted Saves. On this episode, Mega Man Legends on the PlayStation 1. Was there ever a video game that you played that was a non-canonical side story to a beloved franchise which you ended up liking way more than the mainline games? For me, that game is our topic today. Mega Man Legends, released in North America in 1998. I have spoken briefly about this franchise before on the show, in particular Mega Man 2 and its mythical status. And I have played several of the games in both the original Mega Man series and the Mega Man X series over the years. Those are fine for what they were, but for me they never quite stuck the same landing as Mega Man 2. When I first discovered Mega Man Legends, I figured it would just be a bit of colorful popcorn-like fun for the weekend, a good rental game, which is how I initially played it, and not much different from others of its ilk. I was wrong on both counts. First off, Legends is an action RPG, meaning the story takes much more focus than a simple action title, but that Mega Man does not improve his abilities through defeating creatures and gaining experience. Instead, he collects Crystal Zenny for money, and gains new gear by exploring the ruins as a treasure hunter. In this world, there are no maverick robots or futuristic cities. Instead, the world is a flooded ruin, with humanity living their lives on separate islands that can only be traversed by airship or sailing vessel. Most people make their living scouring the ruins of the past for crystals and old robotic junk, repurposing it for whatever they may need. If you're thinking this sounds like Mega Man meets Mad Max, it's not. It's a lot gentler than that. This game is full of anachronisms, like people using fossil fuel powered cars and local TV stations replete with news and game shows. This Mega Man has a last name, Volna in this case, and works as a ruin explorer and rogue robot destroyer alongside his friend Roll and her grandfather. However, in this game Mega Man runs afoul of the troublemaking Bond family, who have seemingly endless money to build even more spectacular and gigantic robots that, of course, Mega Man destroys in turn as the story progresses. There is more to the story than just this, as over the course of the game we learn that Mega Man suffers the time-worn trope of amnesia, and his trip to the island that serves as the backdrop of this game awakens his memories of who he really is, and an ancient villain who demands he use his real powers to complete the world's destruction. Legends keeps the pastel color palette of the mainline series of the game, which helps with the aesthetic that this is meant to be a comedic game, with some serious moments thrown in for dramatic purpose. This is also a game where Mega Man can turn evil, and I'm using huge air quotes when I say this, by committing minor acts of vandalism, being sassy, and punting a pet. You'll know when he's gone to the dark side, when his armor turns navy blue instead of its usual robin's egg color. It's supposed to be black, but it's not how it appeared on my screen. Corny jokes abound throughout the game, as well as plenty of locals asking for minor favors in return for cash and upgrade parts. The ruins, the game's dungeon levels, can be repetitive, but they are easy to navigate and can offer some challenging enemies and decent boss fights, the difficulty of which depends on what gear and weapons you put in your loadout before you enter the battle arenas. And the Bond family, composed of Tron, Teasel, and Bond, as well as a horde of helper robots that look suspiciously like the little figurines that inhabit every Lego set ever created, are surprisingly fleshed out as antagonists and humanized quite well. As I said earlier, I first played this game as a weekend rental from a blockbuster video, and I quickly fell in love with its quirky side story. It's one of those rare games that I rented and felt I needed to purchase, and did so the very next paycheck that came in. It was just that much fun of an overall game. The sometimes nonsense plot didn't really matter. 
the issues it had were minor, and I only got stuck in the story once because I couldn't figure out one item that I needed to retrieve and use to progress the game that was asking for. This is also one of those games where I got nearly to the end of the game and just stopped. Some other game had come out, shiny and new, and drew my attention away. I kept telling myself I would finish Legends, but that time just drifted further and further away as the various deadlines and commitments of real life took precedence, such as how most gaming experiences end, I believe. Legends did well enough to warrant a sequel and a prequel starring Tronbon. I played all three, and to be honest, they are quite good. Like many, I was hoping Capcom would muster their forces long enough to create the long-awaited Legends 3, and we almost got it, even as a Kickstarter campaign. In hindsight, likely a bad sign to begin with, considering the deep pockets Capcom seems to have. But alas, it was not to be. And as budgets have bloated across the gaming spectrum, and as games need to be more spectacle for value, again, huge air quotes, we have locks access to the mid-tier space of affordable games that only last between 8 and 20 hours before completion, which products like Legends happily inhabited. There is a lot to be said for the game that is simple and fun, even if it isn't a flagship blockbuster franchise. It is okay to just turn your brain off and play without deep immersion or complex mechanics, or an encyclopedic knowledge of the game's lore. We lost sight of that somewhere along the way, despite a few independents trying to revive it, or small but successful projects. Maybe we can revive that line of thought before it too passes into legend, much like Mega Man's side story did. Thank you for listening.